Good afternoon. I'm Rain Musni. Dateline Philippines weekend begins right now. Heavy rains felt in parts of the Philippines due to tropical depression. Vicky, the bad weather triggered floods and landslides in some areas of Visayas and Mindanao, leaving at least two people dead. The fatalities were reported in Leyte. Both of them are senior citizens who died due to a landslide. Vicky also caused widespread damage to at least 76 homes in Lapu-Lapu City, forcing around 300 residents to evacuate. Weather Bureau Pagasa says Vicky has maintained its strength while moving westward toward the northern central portion of Palawan. It warns heavy rains could also be felt in parts of Luzon, including Isabela, Aurora, Bicol region, and Metro Manila. Signal number one is up over the northern and central portions of Palawan, including Calamian, Cuyo, Cagayancillo, and Calayaan Islands. Still in tropical depression, Vicky, flood waters in the town of Rosario in Agusan del Sur even reached up to roofs of residents' houses. Some tried to seek refuge at their local elementary school, but even that was submerged. Floods also damaged agriculture in Patukan town in Davao de Oro. Residents were forced to flee their homes, with some bringing along their livestock with them. More than 200 passengers bound from Mindanao are meanwhile stranded in Cebu City ports. Several trips were canceled when storm signal number one was raised due to the storm. Another COVID-19 vaccine is approved for use in the U.S. Moderna's vaccine candidate got emergency use authorization on Friday, a timely approval as COVID-19-related deaths in the country soar to 311,000. This report. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration gave Moderna the green light on Friday night to provide doses of its coronavirus vaccine to millions of Americans for inoculation. Moderna's vaccine became the second to receive the Emergency Use Authorization, or EUA. Welcome news to a nation with a staggering COVID-19 death toll of over 311,000 lives lost. The FDA announced the authorization one day after the agency's panel of outside experts endorsed its use. The authorization follows an EUA granted for a similar vaccine from Pfizer and German partner BioNTech that has been put into the arms of thousands of U.S. healthcare workers this week in a massive nationwide rollout. Canada set to acquire half a million doses of Pfizer vaccine by January. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says every Canadian will get vaccinated no matter where they live. Trudeau notes Canada has the most vaccines secured per capita and the most diverse portfolio of vaccine options in the world. He also pledged to help other countries to get access to vaccines. Canada has the most most vaccines secured per capita and the most diverse portfolio of vaccine options in the world. We're also doing our part to help developing countries get access to more tests, treatments and vaccines so we can fight this pandemic everywhere. 
Additional doses of COVID-19 vaccines have been secured for poor countries. That's the assurance of the World Health Organization as richer countries start to receive shipment of COVID-19 vaccines. Almost 2 billion doses of candidate vaccines have been secured for the COVAX facility, a program created to ensure fair access to vaccines. That's roughly double its supply. The WHO says poor countries may begin receiving doses early next year. The main message I'd like to make is that our goal of global equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines is alive and well. We've all read reports in the media. Some of you are on this call today that COVAX needs to secure more doses or hasn't raised enough money. We still need more doses. And yes, we still need more money, but we have a clear pathway to securing the initial 2 billion doses and then beyond that, that we need to end the acute stage of this pandemic. The good news come as uh, coronavirus infections all over the world surpass 75 million. The death toll is up to 1.6 million, while the number of recoveries stands at 42.6 million. Foreign Affairs Secretary Teodoro Luxin Jr. is still trying to salvage the Philippines' botched COVID-19 vaccine deal with American drug maker Pfizer. Luxin tweeted that he spoke with U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo Friday night. Luxin said he asked Pompeo to help him and Philippine Ambassador to the U.S. Jose Romualdez get back even a fraction of the 10 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine Manila was initially set to receive by January. Luxin earlier hinted that somebody dropped the ball in the negotiations, so Pfizer's vaccines went to Singapore instead. Senator Panfilo Lacson later named Health Secretary Francisco Duque III as the cabinet official who supposedly foiled the plan. Amid the vaccine procurement mess, vaccine czar Carlito Galvez Jr. defends Duque, saying the health chief did his part. The COVID-19 vaccine deal between the Philippines and two U.S. biotechnology firms, Moderna and Arcturus, may be sealed within days. That statement coming from Philippine Ambassador to the U.S., Jose Romualdez, amid issues hounding the country's vaccine procurement plans. Those deals will provide the Philippines with 25 million doses of coronavirus vaccines. Romualdez is optimistic the supply could be delivered by the second quarter of next year, citing the ramped-up vaccine production of the two firms. They're already at that stage where they've signed uh, all the agreements that needed to be signed, and meaning the CDAs and all of that. So we, it's just a matter of us now deciding on how, how much of that uh, or how many of that uh, vaccines uh, we will be requiring or ordering from them. No? Mm -hmm. And mind you, there, uh, Pfizer is still uh, in the picture. Uh, I know that uh, we're still discussing Pfizer on how uh, we can get the vaccines. The Philippines is actually uh, going to be in the center of most of these vaccines coming from the West, especially from the United States. As you know, Federal Express is a big hub in Clark, and they are the uh, transport of choice of many of these vaccine companies that will be uh, transporting these vaccines. Uh, so we will most likely be the hub of, the, of these vaccines. 
the national government finalizes deals with various vaccine makers, Philippine Vaccine Czar says local governments may potentially be allowed to make their own purchases for their constituents. Secretary Carlito Galvez Jr. says he has raised this proposal from various LGUs to President Duterte. Yung sinasabi nga ng Presidente na hindi pwede na uh, yung ibang barangay at saka yung ibang, uh, ibang uh, bayan ay maiwan dahil hindi sila nakabili. So yun po ang titingnan po natin na uh, we don't want to, uh, to have an injustice to those people that who cannot buy it. So ang gagawin po natin ay uh, ibabalansi po natin. Pwede po natin i-allow or provided that ang, ang provisions pa rin ng ating mahal na Presidente na uunahin ng mahihira, uunahin ng ating healthcare workers, uunahin ng ating mga service personnel at saka frontliners. The Philippines reported a surge in coronavirus infections on Friday as the Christmas season brings big crowds and gatherings. But a research group advises against the return to stricter quarantine measures in the country. Jasmine Romero tells us why. The Philippines logged over 2,000 new coronavirus cases on Friday, the highest in 40 days. This brings the country's tally past 456,000, 27,000 of which are categorized as active. Malacanang has not ruled out the possibility of reimposing more stringent lockdown measures should cases continue to rise. Papalalahanan ko lang po kayo. Pag umabot po tayo ng critical, yan po isang dahilan para magkaroon na naman tayo ng mas ma strictong quarantine. But for the Okta research team, reverting to tighter quarantine measures should be a last resort for the government. Right now, our situation is far from terrible pa naman. Kung kaya naman i-manage yung pandemic using the more conventional methods like tupad-tupad uh, yung face mask and face shield wearing, uh, we can increase social distancing. We'd prefer na gawin muna natin to measures na to before we uh, pull the trigger on MECQ, which is more of a last resort. Some major hospitals in Metro Manila say the coronavirus situation in their facilities remain manageable as of now. They hope this trend will continue so they can further accommodate patients battling other illnesses. Kung mas konti yung COVID patients namin, ma-allocate namin yung aming resources. Kasama na doon, napaka-importante yung aming mga healthcare workers, doctor, nurses, doon sa lugar na pwede na nilang alagaan yung non-COVID. Pag tumataas yung numbers ng COVID, ayaw ng mga pasyenteng non-COVID na magpunta. Natatakot pa rin sila. Kaya importante na mababa ang number ng COVID patients, hindi lang para sa COVID, pero para na rin sa mga non-COVID patients. But hospitals, both private and public, are not letting their guard down amid fears of a COVID-19 surge due to the holidays. Many have increased their bed capacities, while specialty hospitals like the Lung Center of the Philippines have upgraded their intensive care unit. Para extension facility ng Jose Reyes, ito ay 100 bed, 5 pavilions ho yan. Kayang-kaya po mag-serve ng critical at severe cases. Sa lahat naman ng DOH within hospitals sa buong bansa, binigyan ho namin sila ng funding. Jasmine Romero, ABS-CBN News. Overseas, South Korea struggles with a lack of hospital beds as COVID-19 infections continue to spike. Officials say six people have died in the country this month waiting for beds. 
Hundreds more cannot get admitted as infections overwhelm the health system. As of Friday, only four critical care beds were available in the greater Seoul area. All this as the country records 1,054 new infections on Saturday, marking the fourth straight day of more than 1,000 daily cases. Despite the surge, the government has refrained from raising social restrictions to the highest level. Prime Minister Chang Sik-hyun has explained a social consensus would be necessary for such a move, given the burden on businesses. President Rodrigo Duterte is set to sign the proposed 4.5 trillion peso national budget for 2021 soon. His spokesman, Harry Roque, says Malacanang is planning a ceremonial signing either on December 23rd or December 28th. Next year's spending plan includes some 70 billion pesos for the country's COVID-19 vaccination program. 23 billion, meanwhile, were realigned to boost rehabilitation efforts in typhoon-stricken areas. The palace earlier assured the public the office of the president will scrutinize the provisions of the General Appropriations Act. This after Senator Panfilo Lacson raised concerns over the allegedly questionable entries in the budget of the Department of Public Works and Highways. In other news, the U.S. Congress passes another two-day stopgap spending bill to avoid a government shutdown by midnight. The spending measure now goes to President Donald Trump for his signature. Lawmakers are buying time for frustratingly slow end-game negotiations on an almost $1 trillion COVID-19 economic relief package. Republicans and Democrats have been saying that talks have been making progress, but they have yet to reach a deal. The coronavirus legislation is expected to, or rather, to include $600 one-time checks for most Americans, extended unemployment benefits, help for states distributing the vaccine, as well as assistance for small businesses. But significant differences remain, including a dispute over a Republican-backed plan to rein in Federal Reserve lending programs intended to ease the pandemic's economic sting. And that's Dateline Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musingi. Thank you so much for joining us and keep it here on ANC.